Welcome to another edition of Travel Calumet's original podcast. I'm Rick Sense, your host, and with me today is Monica Ahrens from the Ahrens Nordic Center. Monica, Good. thanks for joining us. Good morning, Rick. Thanks for having me on. So I hear this rumor that there's this thing in Brilliant called the Ahrens Nordic Center. Could you maybe give me some background yes. on that? So Ahrens Nordic Center, we are getting into our second winter uh, ski season here, and we're really excited about this season kicking off because... Um, We finally have all the infrastructure in place, and we have a lot more activities and programming uh, that we're launching this ski season that we didn't necessarily have last season, just because last season was our first year making snow. A little bit about Aaron's Nordic Center. We are an outdoor recreational center in Brilliant, Wisconsin, and we have a 5K uh, network of trails, year-round trails. and we have snowmaking capabilities on all 5K. It's a looping system. Um, we have a 20-point biathlon range. And if you aren't familiar with biathlon, biathlon is a cross-country skiing and shooting sport, which is, which is one of the most famous winter sports over in Europe. So um, with all the uh, Nordic heritage here in Wisconsin, we thought that biathlon would be a great uh, outdoor sport to get people out outside in the wintertime here in Wisconsin. I know when February rolls around in Wisconsin, a lot of people are trying to find things to do and stay active. So uh, we've created a great place for people to get outside and enjoy winter in Wisconsin. So you have uh, like 200 acres, I believe, is the size of the... Yes, yep. So our trail system covers about 200 acres right now. um, And we are hoping to open our ski trails on all 200 acres by mid-December, pending weather always is the caveat with that, um, but uh, we should be good. It looks like the temps are going to start dropping finally, like the weekend after Thanksgiving, so we're aiming to start snowmaking then and hoping for cold temps so we can just make all of our snow at once this year. <laughs> so obviously you have events going on if you're a training facility for uh, the Olympic team, and and. But do you have events and times available for the public to come and use the great, this great facility? Yes. So once our snow trails are open, uh, you can stay tuned on our website or social media to keep an eye on when trails will officially open and will phase opening. But our trails will be open 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. daily. Uh, and then our trailhead building hours are going to be approximately those same hours, but they may vary. Uh, we do have the ability where you can get on the trails whether or not our building is open. Um, you purchase your pass online, and you can go scan your pass at the gate and hop right on. So uh, the trails are always open 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. daily. And uh, if there's a closure because of poor weather or rain or warm temps or something, we would have that updated right on our website. So that's where you would find those real time updates and trail conditions could you maybe uh let the listeners know how unique of of a venue this is when you look at the entire planet how many of these type of centers are there? yeah so aaron's nordic center is kind of one of a kind uh ski nordic ski venue biathlon venue in the midwest really so a lot of these venues you would see out east or out west and there's probably a handful of these types of venues in the country nationwide so uh, we are really putting ourselves on the map for the midwest region um, and even nationally Uh, it's quite awesome uh, and we're working really closely with the other venues too out east and out west so lake placid um, out in new york and soldier hollow in utah are likable venues Um, i think they're venues that we couldn't 
aspire to be someday. Um, but we are partnering with them in different ways um, to really work together as the venues that we have to offer for within the United States. You, you just have this wonderful list of great events coming up, but let, I'm going to focus on the, the Nordic, Nordic Center and, and what the original intent of the, organ, of the uh, venue is, and that is the biathlon and also competitive yeah. racing and things. We'll start with some of the events coming up along those lines. Um, it, I know in January, um, late January, it's the Aaron, Aaron's Nordic Invitational, and it's an NCAA qualifier. UWGB considers Aaron's Nordic Center their home field, so to speak. Yeah. Can you maybe talk about that yeah. relationship and that event? Yeah, so we are the home venue for the UWGB Nordic Ski Team. Um, that program has really taken it to the next level the past couple of seasons with their newer coach, Sam Myers. Um, and we are the home venue now for UWGB Nordic Ski Team, and they are hosting the uh, NCAA qualifier on January 26th through 28th and um, will be the host uh, for that. So we're really excited to have them out. They've been training at our facility for uh, since last winter season and all off season. Uh, I didn't mention that we do have three and a half K of paved roller ski uh, loops. So their team and other teams around and just recreational users have also been able to train in the off season for skiing. But uh, back to January 26th and 28th, yeah, we're really excited to be the host venue for the Aaron's Nordic Invitational, which is being um, put on by UWGB. If spectators, and I'm assuming spectators, are encouraged to attend? Yeah, and okay, always. And what would they see? What kind yeah. of things happen at, at this type of event? So the venue is designed in a way where um, we have a nice spectator hill that actually over... Uh, looks the start and finish area of where these Nordic ski races will start and finish. So um, you really get a good perspective of what's happening um, from a race standpoint from one location. That's kind of what makes our venue unique is you don't need to run around and chase who you're trying to watch. You can be in one spot and see what's happening from a lot of different areas at once. And you also get a beautiful view of the start and finish, which is hard to come by with a lot of races. Bring your cowbell, you know, Nordic skiers, biathletes, love a rowdy crowd. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Any kind of cheering cowbells is great. And we will have some uh, food service available too at these races, concessions. Um, We do have our own food service. So um, stay tuned for what types of uh, pop-up food and beverage, beer we might offer. Uh, during these events uh, to satisfy spectators and participants. And I've, I've been out to the center, and it's, 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 quite, the, it's quite a spectacle, really, when, when you think of everything that's out there. Um, and you even have branded ski wear, correct? I mean, yes. if I wanted to deck out in U.S. Biathlon stuff, I could, or Aaron's Nordic could. Center So stuff, our yeah. trailhead building, uh, we do have a retail shop in there with a lot of uh, Nordic ski apparel, but just winter apparel in general that is co-branded with U.S. Biathlon and Aaron's Nordic Center, or there's just a lot of Aaron's Nordic Center branded gear as well. Or if you're just looking for some long underwear, (laughs) some base layers to keep you warm this winter season, we've got that too. Um, So if you're looking for any uh, gift ideas for this uh, holiday season, feel free to check out our retail shop too at the Trailhead Building. You brought up the holidays, so I have to ask. I I know there's a lot of stuff happening out uh, at the Nordic Center, at the Aaron's Nordic Center this Christmas season. Mm -hmm. Um, And maybe if you can just kind of walk me through some of those things. I know December is going to be a busy month. I could do anything from buying a tree to having 
something with Santa going on, a yes. lunch or breakfast. And yeah. So maybe you could just fill listeners yeah. in on some of that. So starting December 2nd and the following three Saturdays, December 2nd, December 9th, and December 16th, we are going to be hosting Christmas at Aaron's Nordic Center. And this is really just an opportunity to come check out our trailhead building, learn a little bit about Aaron's Nordic Center, and hopefully our ski trails will be opening within that time frame too. Uh, but we will have... Uh, an outdoor Christmas experience for kid with a kid's craft, bonfires, uh, music playing. We'll have food and beverage options as well. And then uh, additionally, during that time, we will be selling Christmas trees, as you alluded to. Um, so starting the weekend after Thanksgiving, November 24th, we will be selling Christmas trees. We'll have Fraser furs, balsam furs, and some wreaths options as well. Uh, and if you come and buy your Christmas tree with Aaron, at Aaron's Nordic Center, we will offer you a 20% off our uh, winter season pass as well. So, you know, it's a good time to get into the winter spirit here, get your Christmas tree and get your trial pass and be ready for ski season. Uh, and, and other events, I, I, I know there's one uh, with the Let Me Be Frank folks, if you wanted to maybe talk to yes. the listeners about that. Yes, one. so on Sunday, December 10th, we will be hosting Let Me Be Frank at Round Lake Farms, which is on the Aaron's Nordic Center grounds. And uh, that will be an impersonation show by Frank himself, and it, it'll be uh, a really great time. It'll be offer uh, food a dining experience with a show as well. So you can check out that at aaronsnordiccenter.com slash events um, to see the Let Me Be Frank details. And then we will also be, the day before, on Saturday, December 9th, we will be hosting a Santa brunch at uh, Round Lake Farms at Aaron's Nordic Center as well. And we will have two seatings for that brunch with Santa at 9 a.m. and then 11 a.m., and that also can be found at aaronsnordic.com slash events. And so it's a great opportunity uh, to get together with your family, friends, grandchildren, whoever it may be, to come and get an opportunity to have a some some special time with Santa while getting a great meal as well. You mentioned Santa. We all know there's only one Santa Claus, so right. I won't even go there. But you did also mention the Let Me Be Frank event where you're going to be, there's going to be impersonations happening. So is there an opportunity for folks around the area if they want to impersonate Santa? Any events coming up that you might have planned? Yes. As a matter of fact, on December 23rd, we will be hosting a Santa ski race at Aaron's Nordic Center. So... We see this as an opportunity to, you know, dress as your best Santa or Mrs. Claus and throw on your skis or rent some skis from us and have a, have a little fun uh, right before Christmas. And we will be giving out Santa hats as well. No obligation to dress up, but, you know, it's part of the fun holiday spirit here. Um, so pending weather is, is good for us. We are looking to kind of kick off this ski season with a Santa ski race. And those details can also be found at aaronsnordic.com. Once we get into the new year, January, the weekend of the January 20th, 21st, is the Aaron's King of the King of Snow Festival. Can you maybe talk to us Yeah, about so that January event? 20th and 21st, we are kind of launching a new uh, festival that we plan to have as we continue to uh, evolve here. And we will be hosting the Aaron's King of Snow Festival. So as you know, we are associated with the Aaron's Company, which is a power equipment uh, business 
very uh, well known for our snowblowers. So Aaron's is actually sponsoring the King of Snow Festival. And that'll be a two-day event on, with a ton of activities for all families, uh, doing from kid activities to vendors selling merchandise to an ice bar, beer garden, food and beverage, live music. Uh, we will be hosting a fat bike race on Saturday through um, the Snow Crown Series is coming and hosting their fat bike race at Aaron's Nordic Center on Saturday. So we're expecting about 300 to 400 participants in that and then an additional couple hundred spectators just for the fat bike race. If you've never experienced a, a winter fat bike race, come on out. It's a great time. Um, and then we'll have all the other activities going on. And then Sunday, we will be doing a King of Snow ski race and we will be crowning the King and Queen of Snow. And also we will have a kid race component to that as well, where we will crown the prince and princess as well. So, and little teaser here, the winners of the Fat Bike Race and the King of Snow ski race will win snow throws. Men and women, the top men and women finishers uh, will win a win a snow throw. So that's, that's like gold in Wisconsin. Yes. this time of year. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Oh, so great. a lot of fun activities. Whether you're looking to participate in the actual races or just come out for a great time, we'll have something that will appease everyone. So uh, you mentioned snow, and uh, listeners, just so you know, it's a it's a beautiful sixty degree day here in Wisconsin today, mid November. Very unrealistically unnormal weather that we're having today, um, but. You have the capability of making snow on site, obviously. Mm-hmm. Can you maybe talk to the listeners about what that process entails, what equipment's needed, just in, how long does it take to get a 200-acre area covered in snow? Yeah, so I'll answer this as best I can um, because it's way above my pay grade on <laughs> the technical elements that are at play here. Um, however, we do make snow, and we... Uh, dug a 10 million gallon pond to be our water source. So if you're wanting to make snow, the biggest need that you have is access to water. And that's always the biggest challenge when it comes to making snow. So we we dug a hole and we, we have, uh, it's well fed. And um, so that is our water source. And then we have multiple hookups uh, throughout the entire trail network where we hook up snow guns and uh, the the water piping is all laid underground, so we don't need to worry about the uh, freezing. We we buried that below the frost line, so we're good to go there. And then we're at the mercy of the weather. So when the temperature, snowmaking is really based on temperature and humidity. So when those two pieces are in perfect um, snowmaking, hit that criteria, that's when Sean and team fire up those snow guns and start making snow so in a perfect world we would be able to get that temperature and humidity and that it would stick for 10 days straight and we would be able to go and make our snow for 10 straight days and then be done for the season so typically once you make your initial snowpack you're good for the year um and unless you have a crazy warm snap or incredible rain that's really going to be detrimental to it but even last winter season when the weather was super uh, fluctuating, warm and raining, we still were able to be open. Um, so typically you get your initial snow packed, made and down, and you're only having to do touch-ups for the remainder of the year. Um, so 
we're praying to the weather gods that uh, this year we have cold temps so we can just crank out our initial stove packed right away here and get open by mid-December. Um, and we will be phasing how we open. So uh, once we, our initial opening, we'll have uh, a smaller amount of K open for skiing and then we'll slowly add on to that to get the whole facility up and running. So um, I think being open by mid-December is doable if the the weather forecast that we see today stands so so if i'm thinking of i want to go do some cross-country skiing and i'm mm-hmm. looking outside and it happens to be one of those rare mild wisconsin winters where hey it just doesn't look like there's enough snow on the ground yeah. should i just make that assumption that aaron's nordic center can't help me or should i check the website what would you suggest yeah you should definitely not make that assumption um so if you look out your window and you see brown that doesn't mean we're not open because uh, generally you'll see still see white at Aaron's Nordic Center. Um, so we we will be open. Um, the snow that we make is very durable and it should last through March. Um, and check our website, make sure we're open. Uh, we should be. And uh, yeah, mild winters don't really mean too much for us. We're able to make that snow. Um, and last winter season, little fun fact. So we were the furthest place south in the state that was open with guaranteed snow in the uh so a lot of people from the southern state illinois chicago area indiana they were traveling up to aaron's nordic center to train last winter season Uh, a lot of them were participating in the berkey up in hayward and we were the closest place open that they could come in training uh, beyond snow so definitely don't rule us out if it is a mild winter we should still be open so check out our website but I'm sure it's going to be a typical Wisconsin winter with a lot of white stuff, let's hope, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. Um, just final question for you. In, in all that you've been working on with the Aaron Nord- Aaron's Nordic Center, what's kind of the thing that stood out as the, the, the biggest surprise as you've gone forward so far um, with, with the overall putting together the whole uh, venue, putting together events, scheduling events? What kind of what, what surprises have you run into? I would say surprise or pleasantly surprised was just the uh how thankful and appreciative the nordic community is and just the community at large uh for what we've done here in berlin and how receptive everyone has been in the encouragement that we've had of and just people saying thank you for doing this and uh they're so appreciative and are enjoying the our the fruits of our labor and the things that we've been working on thinking of oh, people are going to enjoy this and then actually seeing that come to fruition. I think last winter season we had done so much planning and it was so many emails and conversations and then getting into the construction and then finally being able to see people like enjoy what we've been working on for so long was just really incredible and how that has just evolved and spread is really really fun to see and people who come out of nowhere then they're like hey i heard about aaron's nordic center it's like how did you hear about that that's awesome I'm like yeah come come join come join the fun it's for everyone of all ages all skill levels um it's not just a world-class facility for people who want to become a professional athlete in cross-country skiing or biathlon it's really we built it in a way where um it can be of fun and interest to those who just want to try it for the first time. So we we have rentals too, so you don't need to worry about buying your own gear because that can be costly. If you just want to try it out, come rent some gear with us. 
We are offering ski lessons as well this winter season. Uh, so if you're interested in just fine-tuning your skills a little bit, we can do that. And Or if you're wanting to throw on skis for the very first time, we can help you with that too. And it's for all ages. So you can be three years old or you can be 93 years old and we're open arms and um, want you all to come out and enjoy what we have to offer. So, uh, Before I wrap up, uh, just one more opportunity. Can you tell uh, direct listeners where they can go to learn more information about yes. the Nordic Center? To learn more about the Nordic Center, from our programming to our events and all the other fun in between, you can visit us at aaronsnordic.com. That's A-R-I-E-N-S nordic.com. Great. Thank you so much, Monica. I really appreciate you joining us this morning. And just wanted to give a heads up to listeners that this is our sixth podcast, and we really thank you for listening. We've seen some really wonderful growth in downloads, and we're actually uh, starting to see international downloads. So uh, thank you for that, and thank you for joining us again this morning. We'll catch you next time. Thanks.